Welcome to the Consumer Advice Series, the About Mansfield Consumer Advice Series. Today we are talking in studio with wealth advisor Philip Washington Jr. He has a podcast called Wealth Building Made Simple. He is also the Chief Financial Officer of Stonehill Wealth Management. Today, nothing is new in the financial world. What comes around goes around. And if you are a student of history, you would know that. Let's take a listen to Philip Washington Jr. Let's get into our topic today. I was listening to your podcast, uh, Wealth Building Made Simple, just earlier today, and you were talking about cyclical, uh, the, the, the cycles of financial, um, uh, the, the financial world. And so let's, uh, let's talk about the, the major changes that happen every 40 to 50 years in the, the financial um, uh, business and how that affects financial business growth. Absolutely. So we so we talked about every we talked about multiple cycles, but the the the, the forty fifty year cycle is the one that you know the world gets too over indebted, and because of our current system, you know banks don't want to lend out money. Banks don't want to lend money when there's too much debt because that's 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 just a bad risk, and there's nobody else who needs money that can you know pay it back reasonably uh, under under the current system, and so banks are. You know, they're just we got slow growth because there's not enough money being created to to back the growth, right? It's normal happens every every you know every forty nine years. L- listen to my podcast and what was made simple, where I go deeper into it. Um, but uh, and a good actually, if, if you want an even better tool, like go look at how the economic machine works on YouTube by Ray Dalio. Very very good short thirty minute videos, cartoons, super entertaining. I love cartoons. I know. So do I. So yeah. do I. But. <laughs> But as far as it affects financing, in order to have a new batch of growth, you have to have, um, you know, money created. And, and once, if you listen to my podcast for a while, you begin to understand that money, what we've called money is like make-believe, meaning what we believe money to be is money. People say, oh, but the, you know, what's the dollar backed by? Or what's, like, it's backed by belief, right? Because the dollar is not backed by gold. Contrary to belief, it hasn't been backed by gold since 1971. But take it a step further. What is gold backed by? Belief. So money is backed by belief. Like literally the money is created by pushing buttons in a computer. And we believe that it's there because it's 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 belief, right? So once you understand that, then you understand, okay. First of all, you go, wait. What she said, what he said makes sense, but this makes no sense. Right? But that's that's true. <laughs> right. <laughs> Secondarily, what what's happening is this whole crypto space is building the new money of the future and how it's going to affect businesses is multiple ways. So so principles don't change, but the way we do things do. So for example, the current system at the core of the system are treasury bills. So the Fed when you hear quantitative easing you know what they're doing is creating treasury bills, which are a reserve asset. It's collateral that banks use to, um, uh, uh, you know, borrow money against. To keep it super simple, um, and the the Fed can create the treasures out of thin air. And um, I don't want to go into the whole operation, but just understand that treasuries are the reserve collateral of the system that is the foundation of it set in the banking system. Um, so, moving f- as as the people lose trust in trust in treasury bills for lots of reasons, right? Because we keep having to create them, 
um, uh, and money's not getting lent out the way it's supposed to be. And because the U.S. has used the dollar as a weapon, you know, for the last 30, 40 years, yeah. right, from a global standpoint, that just, regardless of how you feel about it, people lose trust in that system because, like, nobody nobody wants to be controlled, right? That's another principle. So, but then, but then t- typically we would have some other economy that we could use their currency uh, to use that we trusted more. And it typically was an emerging economy that uh, respected the rule of law, respected property rights better than the previous generation. And it, the economy was growing. But that's, well, China is growing, but it's missing the fact that the global world doesn't trust their respect for rule of law. Right. And so it's not going to be China. And everything, everywhere else is a, sh- uh, I don't know if I can curse on this podcast, but a, but a poo show, right? Okay. It's, <laughs> you know, for lack of better words. And so, um, um, so then you think, oh man, so what's going to be the base layer of collateral for the world? Well, you talk to any 40 year old that is worth a lot of money, uh, nine times out of 10, they made it in tech. So they would have made it in tech and you ask them, what is the reserve asset on their balance sheet? And it's Bitcoin, right? Even the people who own Ethereum and the other things, right? All, you know, a lot of them are, I mean, I don't, you can never say all, but I mean, a good, as close as you can get to all in this flawed, in this flawed world, you know, um, own Bitcoin, have owned Bitcoin. They just own in different percentages, but it, it's the reserve asset of the whole crypto system, right? And so going back to belief, 40-year-olds one day are fit or 60, right? And the 60-year-olds today or the 80-year-olds today are probably going to be dead. Yeah. And so as the you know, po- po- shift in power transfers, so does the beliefs and the ideas of the generation and what they believe money to be. So you follow that out and you say, okay, the reserve asset is now Bitcoin, right? On top of that, you have the banking system changing, which was the, for 500 years, right? I talk about 500 year cycles in my previous episode too, for 500 years was the gatekeeper of money creation, partnered with the government. You know, they were a tandem. Now you have DeFi, decentralized finance, where a lot of this stuff can be automated by computers where we don't need banks. It's quicker, faster, trustless. Um, and so that is disrupting the money creation process where money can be created by the, by the, people in the community that choose to buy tokens or become part of the community. And so you you route the power you reroute the power structure and allow money to be created based on the need seen from the community. Second It's making sense. The third part is NFTs, right? And NFTs are a lot of different things, but specifically to finance, right? They're replacing the banker slash investment banker component where if 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 you were a business, right, let, let's I used the bread business in the last podcast. So let's use a bread business in this one. Okay. So let's say you you sell amazing bread, but you're like, man, I need a you know I need a higher staff. I need uh, a kitchen. You know I need materials, and I don't I don't have two hundred fifty grand to start that business. Well, before you'd have to go hand and foot and please, Mister Banker. You know here's my business plan, right? Please give me the money for the bread. You know, mm-hmm. versus now you. You, you build brand, you go to your community, however you have a community, and you say, listen, I'm going to create an NFT, which is super easy to do, right? Um, you can create it on your own. People who do it, they charge lots of money to do it. Just like websites in the beginning of the day, they charge lots of money to do websites when you can do it yourself. Um, it, it's, I mean, you can, if you invest 30 hours, 20 hours into it, you can figure it out, and it's going to be way cheaper than having somebody do it. But the point is, let's, however you do it, let's assume you figure out how to create an NFT, right? 
and the NFT, you 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 create you create enough limited tokens where you can raise two hundred fifty thousand. So you might say, "Hey, I'm gonna let's use a, let's use a simple number. I'm gonna create two hundred and fifty tokens that I sell for a thousand bucks a piece, right? And the token holders get special privileges, right? Maybe it's bread for a year, right? You know, maybe it's whatever it might be, but that's that's the magic of creating an NFT is you can create it for whatever you want it to be. Think of it, think of an NFT like credit, right? The people who create NFTs and don't follow through <laughs> on their promise that they gave the people who bought them are going to have quote unquote bad credit. Meaning when you offer uh, new NFTs, if you didn't deliver, you're not going to get it. But if you deliver over and above on your promises on the NFT that you gave the original holders, you're going to have perpetual financing for what you do into the future and have a beautiful and amazing profitable business on an ongoing basis and that's what the nft you, you're taking the power out of the hands of the middle banking system and put into the hands of the people which is the evolution of man right we used to be all controlled by the catholic church then we got to governments and banks now we're moving more to the people using the algorithms crypto and the blockchain for finance and it is a beautiful thing would a nft then be the kind of a new version of a gofundme yeah uh, yeah, GoFundMe was a precursor to NFTs. Okay. Yeah. And so how how does one create an, an NFT? Yeah, that, you know, so there's no there's no easy way to explain it, but it's, it's as simple as going to the website. It's, it's code, right? You create a website with code, right? And there's, you can code it from scratch. Um, and there's also places like WordPress where you can, you use the website to create it for cheaply yeah. in the NFT space. You can, you can create it from scratch with code on the blockchain, or you can go to these user friendly, cheaper things where you can code it and, or like a website, you can just pay somebody to do it. Right. Same with NFTs. You, there's tons of companies that are charging people thousands and thousands and tens of thousands of dollars to create NFTs for their business. Right. And depending on your personality, what you're looking to do, how much money you have, is going to determine what you do because again, there's a lot involved in the NFT process, and the new banks, investment banks, um, consultants uh, are going to be built on top of their knowledge of how all this stuff works. So, getting back to the the original question of uh, uh, the the finance business growth and how it changes every forty to fifty years, I know that you are a student of history. And so in this case, you are a student of financial history. And really what, what comes around goes around, but just in, in different forms. There was not uh, 40, 50 years ago, there was not cryptocurrency, but that is a, a new form of, of finance, just like 50 or 100 years ago, there was a different type of finance that people were, were investing in. And, and so if someone had a question that they wanted to reach out to you, Philip Washington Jr., and wanted more information about the future of finance, <laughs> which which is okay. So you've got your crystal ball there. Uh, the future of that's a great title for this episode: the future of finance. The future of finance that birth, could be birth by Steve Casillo, <laughs> and we'll wear our salmon shirts. And, uh, <laughs> if they want, if someone wanted to reach out to you, whether it's to listen to your podcast or ask you a question directly, how can they get in to contact with Philip Washington Jr.? StonehillWealthManagement.com is the best location. It has my contact information, my bio information, a link to book me, free downloads of great information. I got my Bitcoin white paper on there to give you some insight into Bitcoin, the core asset of the future financial system. 
check it out. Listen, y'all. And by the way, like you can you can believe it or not believe it. The point is, it's happening. And if you don't understand it, you will get left behind. That's just a fact. That's Philip Washington Jr. And you have yourself a good weekend. What what color shirt are you wearing next week? <laughs> we'll see. Hopefully, I have my new Wealth Building Made Simple podcast shirts in. So. It'd be one of those. I have multiple colors. Okay. Well, you're going to bring me one, right? You know, I got to order you one. <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't ask your size. We'll see you next week. See you next week. We appreciate you listening to the About Mansfield Consumer Advice Series. By the way, if you own a business and you are interested in being a part of the Consumer Advice Series, if you have the knowledge to give information in 10-minute increments to the consumers, shoot me an email to info at aboutmansfield.com. Again, that is info at aboutmansfield.com. We'll tell you how we can get you all set up. Appreciate it. We do it again next week right here on the podcast.